Welcome to Soundbreaker. I'm your host, Bob Shammy, and we are about to break the silence. Join me as we go behind the scenes and meet some of the most influential names in the music industry. Get ready for remarkable success stories that break the norms and defy the odds. From dreams to success, from challenges to victory, an exclusive backstage pass into the lives of music trailblazers as they create their own path to success. This is Soundbreaker. Welcome to Soundbreaker. On today's episode, we're talking to Steve Chip and David Fritz, um, who are groundbreakers in the music industry. Thank you for joining us both, gentlemen. Uh, for our listeners who might not be familiar with you both, uh, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Um, I guess, Steve, you could start and then we'll go to David. Sure. Please. Well, first of all, Bob, thanks for having us on. Um, My pleasure. Absolutely. You know, David and I are co-founders of a company called uh, Creative Intel. And, uh, you know, we've um, been developing a suite of products for the entertainment business, uh, specifically targeting um, around the legal and educational areas of, of the business. Um, and, uh, you know, I have a diverse background in, in, in the music industry, uh, from management to uh, record, uh, running record companies to um, touring to uh, owning a Mexican wrestling league at one point that was on TV and touring. Wow. Um, David, I'll, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, yes. I've been a, uh, well, again, as Steve said, thanks for having us today. My um, pleasure. I've been an entertainment lawyer for uh, over 30 years. I started my career at the Grubman Law Firm in the early 90s and uh, went into music distribution because uh, in the late 90s, I put an album series out called Mob Hits, which was uh -huh. all the songs from Godfather, Goodfellas, Casino, Donnie Brasco on a single record and came out with multiple volumes and it was really successful. And uh, from there, I started a law practice with my business partner, Jason Boyarski. Um, Boyarski Fritz is the name of our firm. And um, we have offices in New York and LA and we represent people such as Mark Anthony, Joan Jett, um, Earth, Wind and Fire, Little Tekka and many mm -hmm. more. So um, and that gave, uh, which we'll talk about later, that having that experience is uh, help frame where we are today. Mm, great, great. You must work, you probably worked with Paul Schillner, a good friend of mine. I worked for Paul. I was oh, you did Paul's work associate Paul. from, oh. for seven years. Absolutely. Wow. Small yes. world. Paul, Paul was an attorney of mine for many years, too. On a Amazing. Bunch of projects. Here we yeah. go. We're going to get Paul on the podcast then next time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Gentlemen, um, let's see. Uh, as top entertainment, you know, I'll go to David if you guys don't mind. Um, sure. David, as a top entertainment lawyer who made, and, you know, what made you want to specialize uh, in the music and part of that music industry as a whole? You know, uh, feel, feel free to take us back you know, to your childhood memories, like how this whole thing started, where you love for being. Uh, I mean, you know, a music attorney or entertainment attorney. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, being a lawyer, that came from, you know, my parents saying, you got to go to law school and then you can do anything you want after law school. But uh, while I was in law school, actually, well, start back, I guess, you know, I, I'm a child of the MTV era. 
So uh-huh. I grew up with what was playing, you know, on MTV at the formation of MTV, which was yes. a lot of new wave music and progressive rock and all of that. And then I got to college. I went to uh, GW undergrad. And when I was at George Washington, um, I experienced the Grateful Dead and 60s music and the Stones. Mm. And um, one of the uh, artists that I got exposed to was uh, a New Orleans rock and roll band called the Radiators. And while I was in, uh, while I was at GW, I saw the Rads uh, many, many times live. Um, Uh So I love live music. I've seen a ton of live music. And um, that experience with the Rads, my father was in the watch business. So I, uh, I went to one of the shows and I went wow. backstage, knocked on the door backstage after the show, you know, figured out a way how to get backstage. It was a small venue. And um, I ended up meeting up the manager and I I was able to convince him to buy watches with the radiators logo on the face of the watch. So <laughs> that was so my first experience in the music business was selling merch to a band rather mm-hmm. than being a lawyer. But then going to law school, I came out of that experience and saying, well, you know, if you can go into any area of law, what would be the best area to go into? Well, might as well be entertainment law Mm because, you know, that looks like it's going to be fun. And it was uh, it was fun working in those days. Shout shout out to Paul there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Schindler. Yes. Uh, You play any instruments or you play, you play, were you a part of a band or something or not really? I played a zillion instruments really, really poorly. So Uh I, 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 I'm, I'm very good air, everything, air guitar, Uh air horns, air keys, but not actually playing. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Amazing. Well, you know, Steve, we don't want to take all the spotlights, steal it from you, but again, now we'll go to you, Steve. Um, a similar question, please. And you know, what got you, how you got started in the music. And I, I know you have worked, uh, you know, with some of the big names like, uh, Joanne Jett, uh, King's Biscuit entertainment group. And can you tell us about all of that? Sure. Um, yeah. well, I, I grew up in Montreal. Uh, yes. so, you know, the music industry was a little uh, different out there, smaller industry, um, and, uh, more localized. Uh, and, uh, when I was in high school, I started, uh, to DJ and, mm-hmm. and also play drums in, in local bands. And I, um, built up a, a pretty large DJ business where I had like, you know, a, a truck full of gear and was doing, you know, uh, high school gymnasiums. Um, and, uh, uh, I was uh, really interested in, in the technology and the, and the equipment side of it. And I ended up having a, a lot of lighting equipment that I owned. And started mm. renting that to local bands, and the, you know those local bands um, had a lot of business questions, and I seemed to be able to handle them better than they could. So all of a sudden, I was managing bands, and uh, was in the management business, and um, I, you know, I was doing the rounds. I was I was in college, and I was you know skipping school and going to New York to, to shop bands and sign record deals, and and uh, wow. one of the, one of the meetings I had was with Reba Krebs, who you know at the time were one of the largest management firms in in the country and and uh you know i went in to pitch them uh, my axe but i came out uh with them offering to have me join them as a manager mm-hmm. and bring the axe in with me so i moved um to new york and uh you know th- you know got a, a you know real mentorship education uh from the senior partners at that at that firm and spent uh-huh. uh you know a decade touring uh and working with artists and 
uh, you know, and was on uh, Jones management team and, you know, a lot of other uh, great artists. And, uh, and that's where David and I met, actually. You know, when I started there, I was like the young guy in the office. And David uh -huh. was the young guy at the law firm that the office uh -huh. was using. Yeah, well, that was my and, next question. But you started yeah. early on. I see your, your journey in the yeah. music business, Steve. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's always what I want. Always what I wanted to do was being entertainment. Yeah. And, and on, on the business side. Yeah, yeah. Well, that will take me take me to my next question, which is you started yeah. answering. You said, "How did you guys both meet?" So, and how did you guys decide, you know, to form a Creative Intel? And what common goals brought you together? you know, to create the Academy. I'm sure, you know, the love of music and all of that, but whoever wants to shine on it, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with it. And um, so, you know, we, as, as I mentioned, you know, I was on the, you know, working at Lieber Krebs as, as a partner and David was yeah. at Grim and Dursky. And so we were the two young guys that are working on a lot of, a lot of stuff together. And, and we just mm -hmm. maintained this sort of friendship and business relationship over decades, really. And yeah. uh, over many projects. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I was, uh, you know, using office space at his law firm, and we were seeing each other on a daily basis. Mm. And David, uh, David uh, started to teach a, a class at Hofstra where he went to, to law school. And uh, they, you know, he had all these books that he had gathered uh, to decide if he was, you know, what book he was going to use in the class. He wanted to use contracts in the class, but the school was, you also have to have a book. So, mm -hmm. um, so there was, you know, we were looking at all these books that we had both read when we were starting out. And, you know, there's a few classic music business books, but, you know, we came to the realization as looking at them that they're really a bit antiquated. You know, they don't, they don't follow the journey of the way uh, an artist makes music now. They don't start with a beat maker in their bedroom yeah. or some kid buying a beat and singing yeah. over it and releasing on social media platforms. And, and they don't, really follow the journey of an artist and they don't they're they're really hard to read they're really kind of boring mm -hmm. to read and yeah. um and they don't actually get into the nitty-gritty of contracts and and the business itself and so you know that that was a, a, an ongoing dialogue that you know there's some problems in the industry there's problems on an educational basis you know you can there's lots of great places where you can get education on how to market or how mm -hmm. to create music there's mm -hmm. very few reliable quality resources on how the actual business works that are run from by professionals and lawyers. Um, Let me tell you, if you guys came up with this idea years ago, you would killed it. I mean, it's still needed. I'm not saying you're too late for it. Never. No, absolutely not. But again, it's needed, especially back then, even more, you know, because, you know, as somebody comes into business new, whether you're an independent starting a label or an artist like where to go which lawyer is the good lawyer how much money it's going to cost me you know a lot of people did things without a lawyer you're aware of that david i'm sure you do you know a lot of contracts been signed and well, a lot there was of no people lawyer still present. do things a lot of people still do things without lawyer because there's the industry yeah. has gotten to the point where there's such a volume uh, and yeah. pace that you know there's I, at this point i don't you know how lawyers can even keep up with everything yeah. 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 And, and, then you, and then when you take that, yeah, when you take that yeah. into account, also, yeah. you know, you have situations where you have topics that yeah. are really, really hard to explain yeah. in words. So, Correct. I'll, I'll give you know one just as an example is if if you have a management agreement and your management agreement ends, what does the talent have to pay the manager when the deal is over? Do they have an ongoing obligation yes. to that manager? And yeah. explaining in words to an artist or even to a manager for that matter, like, okay, well, there's an ongoing, the manager can still get income from 
the products created or the services rendered during the term of the management agreement when it was the management agreement was actually in place. But yeah. after that term, that they have a continued um, right to receive um, income. And how does yeah. that work? Is it forever? Is it forever with some income? Is it, you know, uh, trail off and have a sunset subject to a sunset clause in certain income? That's really hard to explain in words. Yeah. But yeah. what we did is we animated it and put it into, we present the education in an animated format. So it lets, the user that's watching actually understand it. They you made it more digestible. Yes, yeah, right. more digestible. So yes. Part, part of part of you know we have a full educational training platform, right? And it's yeah, like yeah. full courses. We we yeah. um you know we you know we call it like a five step yeah. process, right? The first yes. part is is the uh, basics of of education. So there's courses and training on copyright, publishing, uh, mm -hmm. you know, music business one hundred and one. But okay, so when you got the fundamentals down. And we teach those fundamentals with an animated series called the Intels. We teach it in very detailed courses that are that are really graphic and fun and easy to understand. Um, and then you got to learn the contracts of the business because whether you have yeah. a lawyer or not, you need to understand what you're signing. We have a, you know decades of issues of Does artists the, who've never understood what they've signed. Correct. Does the platform right? also generate agreements or no? The, not the academy does not generate agreements. Coming next year is our uh, is a platform that we've been developing. The deal making, the, yeah, that's the deal making platform. That's yes. that's in private beta right now. Yeah, um, so you're going to also have important. agreements. Yes. Yeah, we so, thought yeah, that yeah. was important. We thought yeah. that was important to start with the education part because you know very important. Yes. Yeah, you know, we, you know, you 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 you've got to learn how to drive the car before you buy the Ferrari. The Ferrari's coming next year. You know? Yes. Uh, um, Correct. And and so. Um, so the, 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 you know, the second part is understanding the deals. And then the third part is, you know, the negotiation, the, the, uh, you know, the concepts like David's talking. So we have these like, you know, graphic playbooks that break down, like really explain, like, how does a role to net role to work? How does a PPD role to work? So, you know, so you're not in the dark about how your career is running. And, you know, if you're, if you're lucky enough to have a, a great attorney, which a lot of people are, then this makes you a better client for the attorney. And if, yeah. you, and if you can't, you haven't gotten to that point in your career where you can afford an attorney or have one involved, then mm -hmm. this at least, you know, gives you a path to get there. And the publishing, that's another world. Yeah. That's another world on its own. A lot of artists understand the word publishing, but do they know what it entails, neighboring rights and all of that? No. You guys explain mm -hmm. right. all, also there's a publishing. And you, and you, explain uh, it yeah. in, in detail, accurately, wow. both in animated series and in courses. Amazing. And and yeah. there's a lot you know there's a lot of misinformation out there too. There's a lot of inaccurate stuff online. Correct. So you know we, we really pride ourselves, you know you know David's knowledge as a lawyer, and then we have a couple other subject matter experts as well uh, as lawyers that you know that build this education out. Honestly, uh, you guys deserve an for such an idea. You guys deserve an award because this is <laughs> something needed. You know, David and 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 Steve really needed for, for many years. And David, as a lawyer, you see all type of artists walk in and out of your office. You work with everybody from the name drops that you who you work for and you work with. Pretty impressive. You know, I don't. I'm not going to go to details, but whoever Google who you worked with and for, they'll they'll see the big roster of artists that you guys worked with. Absolutely. Yes, yes. The, the 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 industry really needs this big time, definitely. And also by putting it on a platform and not yeah. doing it as a book, 
you know, yeah. we're, we're going to be able to live fire. I mean, we, we, there's a community element to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So when users are on and they're and they're learning and then they're like, wait a second, I'm a little confused by this. Or what mm-hmm. about that? We can address it live fire. And maybe it's maybe it's something that's super nuanced that we need to add to the education. Well, no problem, because we did this on a platform. It's easy to edit our own education to do it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to let users, you know, when we when we launch the community elements of this, which are launching very soon, users yeah. will be able to ask questions for, you know, of one another in all aspects of, of deal making and and being in the business of music, you know, not just legal, but, you know, what kind of insurance should I have, you know, and, and what do I need insurance for and who's should I be buying that insurance from and what, what does it Amazing. entail and. You know, right. which which are not necessarily legal issues, but but and, business, and issues. You, business issues, because yeah. we are trying to help the business of music. That's Great. what we're so doing. So if I'm an independent label and I want to start and I don't know nothing, that also that platform would help me to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. This yeah. is amazing. It, it, yes. We, yeah. we, we, we kind of view it from this standpoint. We, we view yeah. it as like, who are, who are our users, right? So certainly yeah. it's the, the normal stakeholders of the music business, whether it yes. be, you know, a recording artist, a songwriter, a producer, a label exec, a record, yeah. la- uh, a publishing exec. So all the people that are or managers, all yeah. of those. But then it's also, are you a lawyer that are starting out in the music business or you want to get into the music business? So it's great for them. Are you... A, a, a somebody that's a, a young person working at a company at a at a private equity uh, or mm. venture fund that's investing in music, you know, whether it be buying rights or investing in technologies mm-hmm. that are backing mm-hmm. music. Well, mm-hmm. you know, to, to to understand the fundamentals of how everything interacts with one another and what actually does a label do versus a publisher and what happens when you have label and publishing in house like the majors where it's two different sides, we cover all of it. So you could really get a, you know, you could, you could go shallow or you can go deep, but Amazing. we go deep in the education. Yes. So and also yes. students, students or people, you know, coming into the industry, trying to figure yeah. out, you know, how, how to break in. This is the type of education that, that we think is invaluable to, to help them, you know, launch their careers and sustain through the careers. You know, we've got you know, management companies that are using it as a daily resource, you know, when, they, mm-hmm. when they're negotiating producer deals and they have a question, they're using it as a daily resource for their company. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so it's, it's, it, we think it's, it's, you know, fundamental and important and, and has been lacking in the industry. And then, right. and, then, um, and then when we launched the document assembly side of it, you know, then it, it's a network product. So it's kind of like QuickBooks, but it's for legal. So you could be an artist and you have your parents, your manager, your lawyer, your agent, your label, you know, uh, A&R, your publishing A&R. We all can go into the account and have different ability, you know, whether it's starting the contract or just viewing the contracts, Um, you know, because just as much as it as the business of music is. A, a, a business of collaboration on a creative mm-hmm. standpoint. Well, mm-hmm. that creates it, you know, the creative side that makes it collaborative causes the business side to be collaborative. And the fact that there's all these monies that are generated from all these different sources, um, you need to be able to deliver, the, you know, information to 
you know, performing rights societies and labels and publishers in order for them to properly collect the money for you. So, mm -hmm. um, so, so we have that network all together. So eventually this is becoming, if it's not already is a 360 for the business side in the music industry for artists. That's the goal. That's the goal. The goal, the goal is 360. To, the goal is to reinvent the, the process of deal making. Wow. Would that take a business away from other attorneys or not really? Because still, you know, people, a lot of people do need an attorney, but yeah, you no, at least we don't, prepare we don't them. Think so. and we, yeah. we don't think it takes away what well, we think. It certainly will put less stress on lawyers, right? Because, yes. they, you know, now, because there's so much business, you know, if you yeah. ask any lawyer, did you do all your work today? And the, the day ended and you got everything done that was on your to-do list to get done today. No mm -hmm. lawyer, nobody, nobody, not forget lawyers. Nobody's ever going to say to you, yeah, I got everything done that I wanted to get done today. Well, if we could just improve the efficiencies just a little bit, although mm -hmm. we're not trying to do it a little bit, we're trying to do it a lot. But if we do it just mm -hmm. a little bit, that would be meaningful to, you know, everybody who's working in, in the business. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if, if, you know, if, if, you know, when we hit it right, it's going to it's going to be, you know, it's going to improve communication it's gonna, and yeah. it's going to improve the process and it's going to free up time to work on high level stuff, not on on the minute stuff that that, you know, slows down the process and and bottlenecks everything. True. Very true. Well, we'll plug in the name always Creative Intel, guys, for our listeners. And then the last Creative thing that, uh, about, yeah. you know, last, you know, we talked about. Uh, you know, understanding the fundamentals, you yeah. know, understanding the contracts within yeah. the negotiation. Uh, yeah. You know, David, David mentioned the community. The, the fifth part of it is is uh, live seminars and teaching, which we do on the platform. And we're launching that first one December 12th. Well, you, you mentioned something about QuickBooks and accounting. Are you guys going to add that to it also? How does it work? I mean, you know, you're going to have an accounting part, actually. Part of, you know, you guys more, mainly focus on the business and the legal part of it. Uh, what we about... feed we feed into counting systems. So the you data do. that the, the data uh -huh. that you create from your contract, you know, your contract no longer sits in a drawer or you know as a PDF on your hard drive. Yeah. It becomes actionable data that you can deliver into other systems. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And you'll be what able to all... run reports. So if you if you did an album project and you had yeah. ten different producers who produced ten different tracks, yeah. And now you need to see a summary of what did what did I pay all the ten producers by contract on those, you know, for those 10 tracks, you'll be able to run a report of it. You know, mm -hmm. there's all different reporting functions that, that, you know, will, that are inherent in what we do because we're just mimicking what the needs are and you know, what, what, what gets done manually today by many yeah. people will now be automated, you know, yeah. um, you know, to get yes, it done. Automation is the key. And you both know what's needed. You've been in the industry enough to say, hey, we know exactly what the problem is. And that's the solution for it. Steve and Great. I are building the tool that we wanted to use for our own businesses. That's, Business, yes. you know, that's it's always really like what this. it comes down to. It's yeah. always like this. You know, Creative Intel has gained a significant support from industry experts like Lyra Cohen, Kevin Lyles, and others. How does the support of, uh, of these influential figures impact your business or your mission? Well, we, we knew that, you know, what we're doing is, is revolutionary and that, yeah. you know, we and we're, we're certainly aware of the fact that there's all these different stakeholders, right? You know, mm -hmm. you got lawyers, Correct. you got managers, you got label and publishers, you know, and then all the creatives that actually create music. 
And mm-hmm. we said, well, what, what, what do we do when we, when we formed the company? Steve and I spent a lot of time on planning before anything. And we said, listen, if we focus our capital raising efforts and, and, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, for, and just sh- show what we're doing um, to those that are already in the music business so that they yeah. can see how is that going to apply to their business? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we got great support very early on as a result mm-hmm. of that, which is continued. So, um, ha- having, having all the great investors, um, that have come on board with us, uh, you know, obviously it gave us the capital to do this, but mm-hmm. it also gives us the platform to use their resources and, you know, th- when, and their adoption of our tools and, and products, you know, to use in their workflows. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, what impact do you both uh, hope it will have on emerging artists and creators? Please, either or. Um, you know, I, I think that you know we're we're that um, if you're if you're starting out and you don't know how the business works yet, or you're still learning the business, then hopefully that you know it has the impact of of helping you be able to you know not make mistakes that are going to cost you later on. You know, mm-hmm. uh, not uh, it allows you to understand the deals that you're that you're going to sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives you the guidance, the support to actually you know make money to to figure out where all the revenue streams are and how to approach them on a professional uh, professional way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 like David said, it's it's the tools that I wish I had when I was starting out and still want and need now. Interesting. Yeah, and and if and if you view it from a standpoint of listen, it's hard enough to make great art to make yes. great music yes. like and and if i and if i have to you know worry less about the business side because i actually have you know guardrails bumpers on the on the on the bowling alley to make sure it's yeah. not going into the to the gutters yeah. well yeah. then I, I i got i got more time to focus my energy on the creative that maybe i'll make better art that by not having to you know, fear that I'm, you know, where the next check is coming from and all of that. So, I mean, let me tell you something. I, when I started many years ago in 95, my record label, you know, one of the things that actually saved me and kept me in check and kept everything I'd done is contract, you know, in the beginning, I didn't know how, (laughs) I didn't know how, but I said, I need a contract for everything I had a contract for. So this way, when somebody came in, yelling and screaming and saying this and that, we have an agreement. Right. We have an how agreement. Many, how, how many great artists yeah. that didn't get heard because yeah. they had to deal with the life issues of not collecting their music soon yeah. enough? Yes. And had they have just had collected it a little earlier, they would have stuck yes. with it. But instead, yeah. they exited the, the business of creating music because yes. they couldn't because stay in and, and, yeah. and bear it. Absolutely, absolutely. And just curious, not to, um, is this platform, you know, Creative Intel, is it gonna be, uh, is it gonna be worldwide, different languages, different, or ma- mainly U.S. only, like North so America just, or Canada, so you know? Currently, UK. currently, it's currently it's available worldwide, but our but we we are focused right now on U.S. copyright, U.S. law because of the laws. It, it, yes. Yeah, in yeah. English. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll scale to Canada next. Uh, yes, uh, and then we'll start scaling the different laws around the co- world. And are you going to first at, go English speaking territories like the UK, uh, New Zealand, uh, Australia, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you look? 
go from yeah. different languages. But, but but that being said, you know, U.S. U.S. Uh, practices and and law are kind of the standard for a lot of things globally, anyhow. So it's you know, even if you're living in a foreign territory, it's still a valuable education to have. Yeah. Yes. Would I say the next language will be Spanish, Latin, because of the, you know, the music, how heavy the Latin music has in the music industry. Well, well, you know, very, well Bad, Bad, Bunny's, Bad Bunny's management team is, is one of our investors, and we've promised to do a Spanish version of the platform. Okay, great. Well, you it, tell it, them this it, is it, exciting it, news to know. Good to know. I'm glad yeah, I'm absolutely. digging in a little more. Yes. yes. Uh, in, in Central and South America, yeah. when you get contracts yes. from labels and publishers and, and yeah. concert promoters, etc. Yeah. There are often two columns on the mm -hmm. right side will be Spanish on the yeah. left side will be English. English. And, uh -huh. you know, you change your language in the revisions and then yeah. the counterparty that's in the other yeah. language changes it to match it. And you can yeah. see where it is. Or today I'm, you could throw it into Google, you know, and, and, and figure out how to translate it, you know, more or less. Okay. So interesting. Now yeah. you mentioned bad, uh, you know, Bad Bunny's manager, he's one of the investors, one of the partners involved, yeah. which is great. Obviously, he believes that I, he believes in it. And I do, yep. actually. Um, are there other names you'd like to mention or not really legally you're not allowed or, you know, no, that, we, we, we yeah. can mention. I mean, it, Please. it's uh, it, we, we it's uh, it's Remus Music, which is Bad oh. Bunny's company. Um, yeah. It's Electric Feel, which is, you know, Austin Rosen, who co-manages Post Malone and has a great producer songwriter lists um mm -hmm. it's lucas keller from milk and honey um we you know uh it's uh crush music which is uh miley cyrus and you know fallout boy panic at the disco sea lord green day train um so uh, oh it's uh it's uh mac and robert reynolds who manage uh imagine dragons and the killers it's uh -huh. um um it's uh giuseppe zapala who uh is manages little tecca um, wow. and and we have uh nine entertainment lawyers that are on the 2023 top billboard um lawyers that are investors of ours so um it, it, you know label execs publishing execs you wow, know you distribution right. executives amazing yeah. amazing amazing wow um you guys had an incredible journey so far um as you both know, the industry known for its challenges. It looks, it always setbacks. looks easier than it actually is. No, it's not. We're, trust we're, me. We're, we're bumped and bruised all day long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trust me. Uh, I mean, this is a perfect question to both of you, actually. I do ask it to a lot of guests, but you guys been in, in the grind in this business for many years, and you would probably answer it better than anybody else. Not to take credit from anybody else we interviewed. But just as the the lengthy time you guys been in the business and what you've been through and what you've seen, um, you know the music industry knows you know knows for its challenges and setbacks. Can either one of you, either one, comment on this? Uh, you know that you came across uh, something really challenges, and you how did you overcome it? Or oh, each one, you know, experience. I, I mean, for me, for me, it goes right back to the heart of this, right? You know, yeah, we've been, um, you know, I as a as a. Um, business owner and as a as a uh, representing clients as a manager uh, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of times where i've been you know i had to do deals where i you just couldn't afford a lawyer on the deal and mm -hmm. i've had to have the challenge of trying to figure out the negotiation by myself and you know and it's part of what um i you know i realized is that a lot of the education i've gotten um has been from lawyers 
You know, you spend a lot of time asking lawyers questions. And, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so I've always had to overcome those challenges. I've learned how to, uh, you know, speak the walk, walk the talk, and, and, and when to ask a lawyer questions and when, when I can, uh, you know, move the process around, along by myself. It's obviously always better to have an attorney next to you or in, as Correct. part of it, but, mm -hmm. but that's always a challenge. You know, uh, mm -hmm. when you're when you're when you're at the beginning of your career, or yes. or in a new project, David. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I, I it's it's a, it's a couple of things. It's it's yeah. certainly time management, right? Yes. Because you, 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 as, as as a practicing lawyer, I want to provide you know high quality, fast service to my clients. Yeah. And you know, when when if if the, if you got three fires to put out at the same time. Um, it's difficult to manage those. Well, one of the things that you have to do is you, you got to, you know, you got to be teaching your clients over time. Like here's, this is our position we're taking, um, representing you, but you, you got to understand that the counterparty side, what, what's the mm -hmm. other side, what are they wanting to do? And if you mm -hmm. can understand both sides and understand this is like, this is what would be great if we could get for you, but this is what mm -hmm. the other side wants. So you could have that dynamic. Well, having our education, at least we could give it to, you know, as lawyers using the platform, we could give it to yeah. um, the, the, the client, the creators and say, hey, understand both sides of this. And then we'll yeah. talk about your needs, but let's talk so you understand really the mechanics of how it all works. And that's the beauty of what we're we're doing is that you, it gives a, a wide. We don't take a pro artist position. We don't take mm -hmm. a pro label position. We show both positions, so you can yes. literally understand what's the dynamic on both sides. What does each side want? Um, you know, and and obviously we'll have community conversations about you know what's what's fair, what's reasonable, what's ethical. Like, yes, let's break. Let's bring those conversations out so that ethical. Um, That's a big word. That's yeah, very we're, important. We're, we're, yes. we're, we're going to, you know, we're, you'll see as we move along, we're going to become yeah. a bit of a community watchdog and we're going to be calling out unethical practices. We're going to be uh, pointing out clauses or contracts that need to be revamped in the industry. You know, we're going to try to take an active role in that area. As I'm an artist. So I'm an independent label. I signed a contract and it's not good. And I come to your platform. Can I come in and say, hey. You know, I just heard about your platform. Am I too late? I just signed this about a year ago or six months ago. I don't know what to do. I think I'm being, you know, uh, I don't want to use the word, but I'm being, you know, done in a bad way. So can you guys help me with the agreement if I come? Can I like upload it or something? Or is there a service like this also in the platform would allow situations we'll, we'll, like we'll, this we'll, we'll ultimately have a marketplace for lawyers so you yeah. can we can, we can help you find lawyers that yeah. are real yeah. entertainment lawyers that yeah. you can hire you yeah. know um when it comes to renegotiating an existing yeah. deal the correct you, you know the the record bit you know if you really ask any entertainment lawyer like how do i fix a bad deal well yeah everything's fixable in success ultimately you know, yes. um, if, if, if you're successful in your art and it's making money, um, yeah. you, you, you're going to be in a position to, to your negotiate label or publisher yeah. or whatever you gave rights yeah. to your the manager, party that you're yeah. in business with. Yeah. They're going to they're going to they're going to be more apt to change the deal because, yeah. they, you know, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense for two parties to be in a 
deal that one party's really Not unhappy happy. with yes. the other side. But hopefully yeah. we're also, you know, we're also going to dispel myths because there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll have talent that come to me and say, hey, um, I shouldn't be exclusive to this distribution yeah. deal. And yeah. um, and. The answer is why not? You got paid in advance. Like that's the way the business works. Exclusivity Correct. is is a critical yeah. element. So yeah. you're not understanding the dynamic of the business. So yes. now that doesn't mean that it necessarily is that you're exclusive for the rest of your life. Yeah. But you know, so you'll you'll learn what's 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 real and what's common and customary in the business. Mm -hmm. And what's not common and customary in the business. Yeah. So yes, sir. that's that's the critical piece of this. Um, what is the, uh, uh, you know, some of the common misconceptions uh, people have in the music industry or about the music industry? Uh, you know, I, I think I think because the uh, the, the music business has been um, not transparent in, mm. in, in all different ways. Um, you know, that's that's one of the key things that we're trying to. To, to break is add to transparency. Yes, yeah, to make yeah. things transparent so that so that you, you you know because you know everybody has their opinions on stuff and like like I said earlier you know we we want to give both sides opinions we don't want we're not going to take a pro label pro publisher pro artist pro manager you know it's just get both sides know what Fair both deal. sides are thinking yes yes exactly yes. we still have is Steve with us by the way. Steve, are you there? Because I know the uh, his name is still there, but uh, Steve, you're on camera. You. Yes, we don't see you. Well, we'll carry on. I'm sure he's uh, probably having technical uh, issue. Probably he'll fix it quickly. Um, uh, oh, he's off. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably call 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 in again. Um, uh, you're still with us, Steve, in the heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, technology, you know, technology, you know, has a significant, significant change, significantly, I should say, change the industry or the music, uh, the you know, the industry uh, music landscape. Uh, how has technology influenced your work and the music industry, you know, in uh, as a whole? I mean, every day, look at how AI and, and like the music business being, um, you know, having audio only elements and audio visual elements um, and, you know, images, you know, if you think about the intellectual prop, what is the intellectual property, the core intellectual property of the music mm -hmm. business? It's recordings, it's songs, it's album artwork, it's music videos. And then mm -hmm. it's the text of bios and wherever text mm -hmm. is used. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, AI is changing all of it and mm -hmm. we don't know where it's going to go. You know, we, we, we know that we want to protect creators um, and, and make sure that they monetize their art and get, get paid, you know, correctly for, you know, the, the work that they're creating. So you think there's a misconception on AI right now, just because the generative AI out there. I, I, I think, I think that there's going to be, a, I think, AI is going to meet blockchain at some point yeah. Yeah. and you're going to have like, just like you have um, social media checks. Is this, yeah. are you the actual person? Well, that's going to happen through um, 
artificial intelligence and yeah, yeah excuse me through blockchain and mm-hmm. you're you, you know is it really you and I speaking right now or is or, or are we um you know AI They're mimicked by an AI yes. yeah and yeah. and that authenticity will have to prove that we are really who we are th- through blockchain i think that's yeah. where you know that <laughs> i think blockchain is going to become much more important over the next couple of years yes yes not not i'm not saying that crypto i'm saying blockchain yeah. as a blockchain yes a, a, yeah. you know authenticity of who and what content really is you know mm-hmm. how, how are you going to know that you know an article is really written by a source where it's saying it's written by so i see what you're saying yeah i mean you know the introduction of uh, chat gbt as far as text that's a big text uh, pl- ai platform which there's a lot you know from resumes to articles to I don't know, people trying to write books through it or scripts or, you know, movie scripts. You know, right. I, I heard all kinds. Yeah, so that's, it's still a gray area yet. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's fun to use them and it's yeah. certainly going to be, um, it, it, they're, they're certainly useful in many ways in speeding up workflow, but it mm-hmm. can't be self-reliant, so... Well, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of great AI platforms that actually adding a lot to the industry, making things that wasn't available in the past or wasn't possible to do, making it easier and possibly to do, and, right. which is obviously, yes. I mean, as long as, you know, I mean, there's a two sides to everything. So I would say more the positive side I'm focused on and the tools yeah. that assist us to do things much faster and, and better. Right. Totally. Yeah. Totally. No, I think it's going to be positive. I don't think... I, I think AI is only going to help the world, not hurt the world. Correct. But Correct. we got to certainly be guarded in how it's deployed and and, and used. Um, uh-huh. And I do think regulation will be helpful. Um, you know, this question was going to go out to you and Steve, your partner. Um, how do you stay, uh, uh, you know, up to the latest trends? How do you stay innovative? Uh, innovative and how do you, like, follow and say, hey, you know what? I just got an idea, this and that. I mean, we certainly read all the trades. Yes. That's certainly. And you have to, you know, it's it's a, it's a lot of reading. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's being in communities with people that are actually really, really bright. In fact, mm. um, um, I don't know if you know Sam Parr, who's a great, uh, um, uh, really great mind. Sam is... Uh, Sam Sam founded um, a uh, email called the Hustle, mm-hmm. um, which he sold, and then he started a he, he's got a, a, a YouTube and podcast called um, My First Million, and mm-hmm. um, he started a uh, um, a uh, uh, a community called Hampton, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's a Slack community that has mm-hmm. in real life meetings. Um, and you can only get access if you've, um, sold a company, um, do over a million dollars a year in gross revenue Mm -hmm. or raise Mm -hmm. $3 million, um, Mm -hmm. of capital. And I recently joined it and it's, uh, um, it's, it's a community where, um, you're, you're with other founders of, and business owners that you can Mm -hmm. ask them, um, all different questions about mm-hmm. what are their best practices and what mm-hmm. software do they use for their 
marketing and you know what are they doing on social media and what are they reading and it's it's mm-hmm. really I'm 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 only funny enough I'm only a member of it for a little over a week and I found mm-hmm. it to be a, a tremendous group to be part of. Okay, great. I think Steve was trying to join us. I don't know if he did or not. Um, <clears throat> uh, let me let me call him if you don't. And, uh, I think he was trying to uh, he was trying to log in and join us and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he probably. I hope he tries again. Call uh, him on on his phone right uh, now. Tell him to try again. Yeah, you trying it. Try. Try again. Our, okay. our producer will uh, will bring him in. Okay. You know. Oh, oh, here, here we go. Here we yes. Go. Yes. You know. To our listeners, hey, it's very common to have technical, you know, issues and difficulties. But hey, we manage. We, you know, just pick up the pieces and carry on. Um, you know. Coming from you, David, and we'll ask Steve on it, you know, um, once he joins, um, you know, a lot of our listeners are going to be listening, going to watch this and this episode, and they're going to get inspired by the conversations that we're having and your journey and Steve's journey. What's your advice for people who wants to starting in the music business, want to get involved, want to do things? Obviously, yes, we're going to tell them to use your platform for sure. Please. <clears throat> I mean... You know the, I I would suggest that uh, um, if you're if you're really going to try to make it in the music business, that yeah. you you have to subscribe to Billboard magazine. Yeah. Um, you should be reading Billboard daily. You should be mm-hmm. reading um, Music Business Worldwide daily. You should be subscribing to Digital Music News, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously regional papers if you're in you know other areas uh, Mm -hmm. genre specifics but you know you you not only do you need to know deals but you need to know players you know who's who's signed to what labels who's working with who you know you you should really know every label president name every uh what what labels are owned by what label groups you know who are the big publishers who are the big managers because you know and and attend as many um events Summits, as possible in the music yes. yeah like go to mm-hmm. go to it all and you know it it it, it certainly gets expensive um but um but it, but it, but if you it's whatever needed. you could afford at that time yeah. you know start with learning every if, if 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 you can't travel because of you know money well then learn everything you can from just reading online and subscribing but ultimately mm-hmm. it it you know, having great relationships in the music business is where the opportunities come from. If, Correct. You know, when you everybody knows if if you know who to call to fix problems, or you know who to call to help um, ex- expand on a project, that's mm-hmm. a critical. You know, those relationships are critical. And yes. you know, if you're young, there's plenty of places where young people can you know meet each other. You know, but go to every go to live gigs. Go. It does. It's just get yourself out there and use mm-hmm. social media to, to promote your own, you know, yes. who you are. So absolutely. Good, okay, good insights. Go. Really good insights, uh, David. Hey, Stephen. Welcome back. Welcome Thank back. you. Thank you. All of a sudden it froze and then my whole computer crashed and restarted. So it happens, yeah. you know, yeah. it happens. Uh, we missed you on a couple of, uh, couple of issues, but we had one, one of them is basically, um, you know, tips for when our audience is going to watch the show, going to be inspired by both of you. And right. any tips that for people try to make it into business. I know David 
gave us his uh, tips on it, which very, very important and extremely insightful. Uh, okay. Yes, if you want to uh, contribute to our uh, listeners. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I think that uh, it goes back to the, to, uh, you know, the fundamentals, you know, understanding, yeah. you know, copyright, understanding um, yeah. how the business works, you know, uh, you know, yeah. how to network, you know. Um, I think it's important to know when you need certain things, like, you know, when to form a company, when not to form a company, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where, where you are in your career and, um, what you, and the steps to get to the next level. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all, all those things. Mentorship is important. You know, finding, mm-hmm. you know, surrounding yourself with people that are, that are, have done it already um, mm-hmm. is key, you know. Okay. I mean, this is uh, very important. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, uh, Steve, how do you stay uh, updated to the latest trends and innovations in the industry? And we both read a lot. We both read. Yes. We both read a ton. Uh, that. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. you know, so the, the typical trades, right? But uh, but you know, we're in a world of like you know, we're in a world of a lot of disinformation. So you know, yes. it's it's knowing where to go get reliable sources. Um, yeah. And you know, and uh, you know, I think there's a lot of good communities out there on Discord, on 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 mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, there's a lot of great newsletters out there too. You know, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tracking a lot of technology and AI, and there's a lot of good uh, daily, you know, and, and weekly newsletters that have good sources of information. Um, mm-hmm. And then just, you know, uh, you know, good, good uh, dinner table conversation. You good. know, there are people turning, turning you on to things. Yes, yeah. this is amazing. You yeah. know, before we wrap up this wonderful, uh, great interview that I actually learned a lot from it. Um, and I'm sure our listeners will find it extremely, extremely helpful. Um, anything you guys want to mention, you want to promote uh, that upcoming things beside the deal making uh, product of your platform? Anything else uh, that you want? Well, love everybody. To, love everybody to go to creativeintel.com and, and check out what we're doing. Uh, yes, you know, there's, a, there's a free tier where you can you can access some of our education and and, and get started. Uh, mm-hmm. On December twelfth, we're doing our, our first uh, live seminar. That's open open to everybody that registers. Yes. Um, and that's um, it's called Protect Your Assets, and that's yeah. on the proper way to release a single, not the marketing of the single, but the business of the single or a song. You know how how to make sure you're securing it properly, getting all your revenue streams, and that you're you're not going to be in a position where you get takedown notices or not uh, mm-hmm. you know monetize it properly. Great. This is great. You know, creativeintel.com to our listeners and everybody else. Definitely a much needed platform like this in the past, but hey, never too late. They both he created it and done a great job at it. Uh, you know, unfortunately, great things has to come to an end. Thank you both for joining us today. And this concludes uh, today's episode of Soundbreaker. Please make sure to follow us on social and stay tuned for new episode. Thank you both. I appreciate it. This podcast is presented by Music Dash, world's first AI-powered independent distribution CMS. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to share the Soundbreaker podcast. And if you are joining us on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time.